Do you want to reach your next level in business and health? Do you need help unlocking your potential and taking action? Well, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Empowered Life Podcast, a podcast that empowers women to change physically, emotionally, and financially and live a life they love. Now, here's your host, Lisa Pizek. Welcome to the latest episode of The Empowered Life. Lisa Pizek here. And in this episode, I want to talk to you about communication. Now, we've heard so many things about different ways to communicate, the love languages. If you haven't read that book yet, you're going to want to pick up that copy. And there's been so much research done about how to be a better communicator, how to be a better negotiator, how to understand others so they can better understand you and get your point across and not be in times of conflict and make sure that your messaging is hitting home with people, getting persuading them and getting them to do what you want them to do so that everybody can benefit. And we are communicating Verbally, non-verbally, all day long, we are communicating whether you realize it or not. Your body is telling a message to the world about how well you take care of yourself, how rested you are, how confident you are, your style, your feelings, your emotions, all of those non-verbals come out. So if you've come to this podcast hoping to empower yourself to make better health choices, realize that your body is communicating so much to the world. And the world is judgmental. I know it. We don't want to believe it. We don't want to accept it because we don't want to judge other people. And we certainly don't want to feel judged, but it's neither good nor bad, nor here, nor there. That's just the way it is. People are making judgments about you, whether they know you, they like you, they trust you in the first five seconds of when they're eyeing you up. So if that doesn't inspire you to make some healthier choices, you got to realize that your body is the vehicle. And Rome wasn't built in a day. You might start with just drinking some more water instead of that extra cup of coffee or that pop, or that soda, or whatever vice it is that you drink. It might be choosing to get up 15 minutes earlier and get your body moving instead of snoozing for those 15 minutes. It might be deciding to cook a healthy breakfast or swap breakfast. Normally, if you would grab something on the go on the way to work, or you would skip breakfast, it might be whipping up a smoothie. And just starting with small changes to change your mindset, to change your health, to change those parts of your body that you know you want to change, but sometimes trying to tackle it all at once can be overwhelming. So your body truly tells the story. Now, if you've come to this podcast for business, this is where I really want to dig in with you about the types of people that you are communicating to. Yes, we talk about our ideal audience, our ideal target market. For me, I help working moms, moms that have toddlers or moms that are around the age like 30 to 50. That's who my target market is. But there's subsets in whatever 
your target market is. And I want to dig into understanding those subsets so that your message hits home with people. Now, I always start with health first because if your health is crap, your business is going to be crap. So rewind this if you have to to make some changes in your health. But now let's dig in and talk about business. So there's four types of people that digest your content. And when I say content, I mean reading your social media messages, watching your live videos, clicking on your landing pages, clicking on your Facebook ads, coming to your webinars, reading your eBooks, um, your sales pages, your thank you videos, all of it, your newsletters, your emails, however it is that you communicate with people, there's four different types of people that are inputting that data. And if you're only talking to people in the language that you feel comfortable in, and I don't mean languages in like English, French, Spanish, I mean the language of the way that we interpret data, the way we express ourselves, and the way that data gets inputted, what we do with it, the way we feel it, the way we sense it, the way we take it when, when it's given to us. And if you're only talking in one way, you're missing a huge audience of people that just interpret things differently than you, that learn differently than you. It's like that book, I go back to it with the love languages. My love language is acts of service, meaning that I love it while my partner just does the laundry, while my husband just does the dishes, when he cleans up, when he goes and gets groceries, when he just takes care of it. That makes me happy. That makes me feel loved. Yes, of course, I love physical touch and all those other ways, gifts of, you know, gift giving, all of that is there. But my primary love language is somebody that's going to help me out in the craziness of this life. It's like a teamwork for me and my husband. His love language is physical touch. He could care less about if I get things done around the house, and there's groceries in the fridge, if the laundry's done, if I buy him a gift, uh, words of affirmation is one, you know, if I tell him how much I love him, physical touch is what kind of gets him going and gets him excited. So you might, you know, say I love you to someone or give them, tell them they're so kind or patient or loving, and they might go, hmm, right? And you've had the best intention to show them how much you love them by telling them that, but that's not what connects with them. So you want to make sure that your messaging in business is the same way. And you want to have a nice mix of all of this messaging. So the one that I do really well and the one that I really love, the way I communicate is through being a storyteller. I love to tell stories about my family. I love to tell stories about when I struggled and the steps that I took to succeed in business and health. And I really love telling people through story. You know, you get me with my girlfriends drinking a glass of wine and I definitely overtake the conversation telling funny stories or heartwarming stories or just I'm a good storyteller and I love it. I've always loved writing since I was a kid. I've loved writing stories. I've loved writing blog posts. And almost all the content that I put out is in the, for the form or, or, or piece of a story. And that only connects with 25% of people that are digesting that content. The next type 
is the architect. And the architect is someone who's super practical, super visual. Like they, they want to understand the A, B, C, D, E. Like they want to know those practical how-to steps. So if I start with just the story and I don't let them know that any how-to stuff is coming, I'm going to lose that audience. Or if I have a PowerPoint presentation and it's just bullet point after bullet point after bullet point after bullet point with no sequential action steps that they can take, I'm going to lose them. So there's this practical side of people that needs to understand the how-to steps. And if you don't have practical stuff in there, you're going to miss people. Then there's the visionary kind of people, the people who are the dreamers, right? Your architects are your doers. Your storytellers are the people that are compelling and the people that you're drawn to. Your visionaries are your dreamers. And they're the people that are super, super passionate. And if you are drier than toast, if you are not painting the picture of what could be for them, if you're not, if you're not raising their ambition to something higher, you're going to miss that piece of people that are tuning into you. They might know, like, and trust you, but if you're not speaking their language, they're not going to do business with you. And then the last type, which I have to say that I personally have to get a lot better at, is the researcher, is the person who loves data, is the people who are driven by the data. And I think about my friend John Sodery, who is a scientist, he's been a scientist for 30 years, and he's my go-to guy when I'm like, John, give me the data. What does the data say about this? And I don't do that enough when I'm sharing something in business or I'm sharing something, he's in the health and fitness kind of space. So when I'm sharing something in the health and fitness kind of space, there are certain people that they're like, I don't care what you say, Lisa, show me the data. I want to see the data. I want to see the research. I want to see the studies. I want to see the proof. And there are people that you might say you're the greatest thing since sliced bread. Someone once said to me, Side note, is sliced bread really that great? I think it is. I think it is. So they, you know, they might say you're the greatest thing since sliced bread. You might say that, but people are like, show me the data. I want to see it. So if you're not putting the data in there, you're missing a huge portion of people that you want to be talking to. So I really think that your freebies, your freemiums, your lead magnets, Everything from that to your sales pages, to your newsletters, to your emails, to your social media posts, it has to have a mix of data, of practical solutions, of a good story, and of being a dreamer and telling people passionately where you can take them or what you can do and what the future looks like. I think of a mentor of mine who used to tell me that you got to play between that old world, new world style of thinking that you don't want to be stuck in the old world doing this. You want to move to way the new world is doing things. And if you don't get in with the new, you're going to be left behind. Or if you don't think that there's a better life or a better way for you, then you're going to be left behind. And let me tell you about that better way.
So I really think that your insights and your messaging and your products and your programs and your services are so dang needed and important. And yes, you've got those ideal clients or those ideal customers that are going to instantly connect with you. But I don't believe that people are driven by more information. I think people are driven to their own aha moment of why they want to work with you because you've hit one of these communication languages with them. You've spoken to the person that wants data. You've given the practical how-to steps or they know what they're going to get with you when they buy. You've told a story making you real and authentic and relatable and you were a dreamer and you're pushing them to be a dreamer and see the vision of what life will be like when they invest with you. So I want to give you the challenge this week to start writing, come up with a, a you know, social media post or some piece of information that you want to share with people and write it in four different ways. Write it from the dreamer, write it from the storyteller, write it from the practical side, write it from the researcher or the data driven side, write it four times. And then from those four times, see if you can condense it into a, into a, a I don't want to say a story, but uh, for lack of better words, into a story or into a post or into a piece of work. That's what I was trying to say. Into a piece of work that you can then share that blends all four of those together. That's what I'm going to be doing this week. I'm going to be going back and looking at the social media posts that I put out, the live videos that I do, the blogs that I write. I'm going to make sure that I hit these four types of communication languages. I'm going to test it and I'm going to see, do I get more engagement from people? What makes the needle move for people? Do I have more... Um, data people? Do I have more practical people? Do I have more storytellers? Do I have more dreamers? You know, what is my current list? What moves the needle for them? Because that's what I want to do more of. I may love being a storyteller, but if my ideal market is very practical, which moms, we are very practical. We want to know what's involved before we sign up and say yes, because we've been burned too many times being people pleasers and saying yes to everyone and getting in over our heads. And, and many moms already feel overwhelmed. So if I have a lot of practical people, then I need to know that because my messaging needs to be very practical and to hit home with them. So I'm going to be doing a little bit of a test this week with my audience and my ideal clients, and I encourage you to do the same. If you have a big aha, a breakthrough, a moment of clarity, please hit me up on social media. Lisa.Pizik is my handle for everything, for Facebook, for Twitter, for Instagram. You can email me. Again, you'll guess what my email is. Lisa at LisaPizik.com. Email me. I would love, love, love to hear when you've taken this and you've put it into action, the difference that it's made in your life because that's what the empowered life is all about. It's about me empowering you. You are the hero of my story. You are what makes 
my business tick. You are what fires me up to keep going and to keep serving hearing the wins that you have. So please share with me and I'll see you again on our next episode of The Empowered Life. You've been listening to The Empowered Life Podcast. For more free business and health training, go to www.lisapizik.com.